0: And welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast I'm your host, Brian And I am late today You know what's funny? I actually recorded an episode yesterday while driving in the car And completely forgot everything that I wanted to talk about with you guys So I just ended up rambling for 20 minutes And after I was listening to it, I was like, this this is just garbage Like, don't get me wrong most of what i record is garbage anyway but this was even garbage on a whole nother level so i realized we can't go this route (laughs) so uh didn't have time to record last night i was hanging out with the family and rj was just being a complete turd at bath time so i just i was not in the mood to record and you guys wouldn't like me when i'm angry you know when I'm a move. That was a Hulk reference I was trying to do because I was gonna segue into our first uh, bit of nifty nerd news here, and that's that Marvel has dropped the official trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and I, I am really behind this right now. I I don't know if you guys have seen this trailer for She-Hulk, but it looks fantastic. Uh, it looks. Playful it looks funny. It looks like there's gonna be action the actress who uh, Whose name escapes me, so I'm gonna go to IMDB and try to look her up, but she is fantastic in this um, And look it's like the first thing on IMDB is the trailer for She-Hulk. Wait, this is an ad. I don't want an ad for this. I want She-Hulk. That's what I want. That's what I came here for Um but what's funny is i just uh saw a article for that was talking about the she hulk trailer and it's like marvel fans need to calm down and stop being so horny and it's sexy man i'm not gonna lie i i I feel like there's gonna be a lot of you know what is it the um, mommy things like references and stuff like they were like they were doing with um, oh, what's her name uh, Elizabeth Olson. so uh, yeah oh here she is Tatiana Manz- Manzlani I think I said that right and I'm sorry if I didn't um, she looks awesome man like oh wait no is that her oh no, that's not her no no is it is it who's this one okay it's definitely not jamila jamil okay so it is tatiana okay Anywho, sorry got a little sidetracked there just lost in she hulk's eyes um but man this just looks fun dude that you get to see her in like a she hulk suit like it it looks awesome Uh, bruce banner's in it I've heard reports that Benedict Wong is going to be in it. It looked like um, uh, who's the guy that Wong fights in Shang Chi? Is it the Abomination? Maybe is that who he fights? I don't I can't remember, but it looked like he makes an appearance, and it looks like she's just going to be a lawyer for superhero or supervillains in the Marvel universe, and things are going to probably get out of hand. Uh, seeing as I'm sure she wasn't She Hulk from the get go, and if memory serves me well, and it doesn't most times in the comic books, something hor- horrible happens uh, to Jen, and like either she gets shot or something else. And for Bruce, who is her cousin, like that is canon that they are related, to save her life, she needs a blood transfusion. And it was just like, there was no other option, so he had to use his own blood, and that's what endues her, endows her, whatever you want to call it, with the powers of Hulk. So um, I'm excited, man. I, I like this direction. It looks more fun. I like where Marvel is going with their Disney Plus shows. You have Miss Marvel that's about to come out um, with She-Hulk. What else was there? I can't remember. That's on my head, but like those two, both are playing in my mind right now because they both seem really fun. And like Miss Marvel seems fun for a teenager audience, and She Hulk seems fun for a more young to adult audience. And so, I mean, I just I'm I'm all for it, man. I don't know if you can tell. I am smiling just thinking about how much fun I'm going I'm going to be having watching all these new Marvel series on Disney Plus what might tick me off though is the next bit of news and it and it's not so much like so i saw this article and the article has nothing to do about what i'm upset about but it i so i had no idea all right hold up before i just derail this whole conversation so the article says disney plus will not take ads for alcohol or politics to keep venue family friendly so they're deciding coming up that um, they're not going to take ads for, you know, beer and politics. But the big news to me is that Disney Plus is going to have an ad-supported version. And so what does this mean? Uh, and so I was freaking out trying to figure like, and, because I pay for my Disney Plus. And if you're going to tell me that I'm paying and now I'm going to have to sit through commercials for my paid streaming service, I'm about to whoop some ass, all right? And after reading, it turns out, no, it looks like Disney is going to add a cheaper slash free version of Disney Plus, and with that, you'll be able to watch content with ads. So, I'm coming off my ledge here. <laughs> Like, I, I, I was getting really upset. I mean, not like I'm going to get rid of Disney Plus, it has too many great shit on it, but still, I would be very upset with my disney plus with all its great shit on it um now netflix did shit like this gone immediately gone straight to jail (laughs) but um yeah and you know what i i think this is the next step for streaming services to add a free version with supported ads or possibly if they get crazy like a Like, man, I don't even want to say it Because that's fucked up But like a $5 version with ads Because, I mean, like, base pay for Netflix Is like almost 20 bucks now To, like, be able to watch it on multiple screens And shit like that And it's getting really hard to justify that, to be honest But who knows, man But Disney Plus, like, I get it Hey, you're trying to get Disney Plus out to everyone having a free version with ads is pretty cool what is a little bit cooler about that too is that it says that they're not going to be placing it on children's content so like if it's a a kid's profile which you know they're if you've ever seen the kid's profile on disney plus you're very limited into the things that you can watch and i don't know if you've ever done it with like netflix accounts and anything like that but you know it's only stuff that's rated for kids Um, none of the ads are going to be on those shows, which is great, because if there's one thing kids hate, it is ads, unless it's for toys, and then they're like, holy shit, I want that, but you know what, I don't want my kid watching toy ads, because then he's going to make me buy toys, because now he does that, which is great for his development, but horrible for my bank account, so, anywho, I think it's interesting, and we're going to have to monitor what happens with streaming services going forward, but... Hey, it is what it is, I guess. And the last bit of nifty nerd news that I was going to share with you guys, and actually, I was going to share, I think last week I wanted to share this, but um, the spin off Ahsoka has already started production, and I cannot be more excited for this. Of course, Ahsoka was introduced in the latest Mandalorian um, season two. And I fell in love immediately, but that's because Rosario Dawson is just everything. <laughs> she is, a, she's mama, <laughs> dude. I don't know what it is with Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, but mm, Chef's Kiss—it's <laughs> just been great, man. Um, and this should be really cool, you know. I I wasn't initially a fan of the Clone Wars and like animated series. But then I got into it and Ahsoka had quickly become one of my favorite characters and it was fun to watch her, uh, her growth and training and just her humor, everything like go and it was just fantastic. Like she was a fantastic character. Getting to see an older version of her now, uh, through the Mandalorian and now through her own show, looks like it's going to be a shit ton of fun. So I, I man I just this is a good year for me (laughs) like I've been so excited with what's been going on they Marvel and Star Wars and everyone's just been branching off into really cool stuff you got the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's about to drop I think in August it was maybe it was a little bit sooner I can't remember but holy crap man like what a time to be alive and I, I don't mean that sarcastically I mean that and 100% truths, man. Um, but yeah, so if you guys, I don't know, are you excited about all this shit? Like, I'm excited about all this shit. Hopefully you are, but maybe you're not. I don't know. Anyway, that's it uh, as far as like news stuff that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, really, what's been going on with my life is not a whole lot. <laughs> um I've been playing a lot of the Division 2. Because they have recently dropped a. um, Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked here. But they recently dropped a new update for it, which introduced a new game mode, some new equipment, and gear, which I'm all about. I'm going to probably be playing and streaming that very soon. So uh, if you happen to be around you know you can head to twitch.tv slash podcast that's b-r-y-f-y podcast and see if i'm streaming or you can check out my videos of past streams just to see what things are about you know i, I realize i haven't done a youtube highlight of my streams in a while and it's just because i've just been way too lazy to just sit down and go through a two-hour stream and i really shouldn't be but i am <laughs> i need to make content And i just haven't been but yeah so that's really what i've been up to man um i've also been damn man i have not been thinking about animal crossing until recently and i need to make sure my island is still alive (laughs) i haven't been on it in over a month or about a month i think so there's probably weeds all over the place and that's that's no bueno man um but yeah, really, that's kind of all I've been up to, you know. I, I haven't really been doing too much. Actually, I haven't really checked out the latest episodes of the Halo series on TV Plus, uh, TV+, on Paramount Plus. So I don't really know what's going on there. I will say, I've had this weird... I don't know, not weird experience, but I just... It, this show has moments of pure Halo nostalgia where, like, the gunfights are so much fun and watching Chief fight against the Halo, uh, the Halo fight against the Covenant has been fantastic, but some of the drama, like, there's multiple storylines going on, you know, you have uh, the whole Covenant thing that that, you know, they're invading so you have that that to deal with you have um john or master chief trying to discover what these ancient artifacts from the forerunner well they don't know it's from the forerunners yet but these ancient artifacts and what do they mean why are they showing him his childhood and you, he's start slowly starting to realize that he wasn't like always born a spartan or picked to be a spartan like he was kidnapped from a family like, he had a life before all this and like he was taken from that life and so he's discovering that and that's getting him upset then you have um this girl who was held captive by the covenant and seems to have become one of them but at the same time she has this really deep and weird connection with john so you're trying to figure out what all that's about and then there's another storyline where this girl or like the covenant first attack in the series her whole um colony or village gets taken out and her dad was like the leader of resistance fighters against like the oppressive government and so there's her story going on and it sounds mean but i can completely do without her story like i don't feel connected to her at all like I'm more interested in what's going on with John and them. It would be different if she was a part of this, but... I don't know, man. We're going to get into way too... Like, okay. Here's how I would have done the show. <laughs> because, you know, I'm a pro... I, a lot of people's complaints was that John has too much emotion. He has too much feeling. We see too much of his face in this show, you know. We should have gone the Mandalorian route with it which I think would have played off really well with the character of Master Chief, to get the emotional side and the humor and the upsetness, that's where you would have used the girl. It, it should have been a situation where he had to keep her safe personally, like hey, stay within her reach or make sure she stays with him. So that way you get her emotions and her reactions while you know he's the stoic, killing machine that he always is in like the beginning of the series and maybe you show these flashes like you can still show the flashes of his childhood and him having to deal with it but it sounds mean but why like you don't have to show his face the whole time i get like hey we want to see his face for emotion and let an actor act but i think you know it worked with the mandalorian like Even with not seeing his face all the time, you could still feel his emotion in it, you know. And I don't know why Paramount Plus didn't look at what they were doing with The Mandalorian and say, Hey, we're about to do a show with a character that's almost tit-for-tat exactly like The Mandalorian, just with green armor. And let's play it that way. And it just... I don't know, man. I feel like it was a missed opportunity. I still enjoy the show. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, there are definitely parts about it that I like but now that i'm watching it there are some things where i'm like this is just excess where it's not needed or like i don't see the point of it right now so i don't know I, it turned out to be just a big review of halo on paramount plus which i didn't think I was i was going to do but that's where i sit with it now and that's kind of why i'm I don't know, man. I'm not motivated to continue watching it, but I'm probably going to trug through it in hopes that I get more Covenant fights and in hopes that things have a pretty nice payout. I do like their depiction of Dr. Halsey, though. Uh, For those, the uninitiated for Halo. Dr. Halsey is the, uh, the scientist who starts the Spartan program and she kidnaps the children. She's very dedicated to this program. And you just see how much she sacrificed not, not personal sacrifice, but how much she ignores family and people's feelings to for her means to get like everything that she does is like which is horrible and unfeeling and neglectful is all justified in her mind because it's to save humanity and you get to see just how horrible she can be as a person but you know they're trying to show that she does have a human side and maybe she's learning about how much she has neglected with her family Uh, they did make an interesting choice um, making dr halsey and captain key's husband and wife are at least they were husband and wife at one time, but they have a child, Miranda Keyes. Um, so that connection is very interesting. Although, I guess in some ways it kind of makes sense because Jacob Keys, um, he went with her, Dr. Halsey, to uh, get the Spartans and like kidnap these kids and stuff. So maybe that's what they're playing off, you know, them being apart or being together for so long, like feelings got involved and they, you know, had a family. Now, in the video games, that is not the case. But, hey, I don't think it's ever established who Jacob Keys was, you know, spreading his seed with. So it could have been Halsey for all we know. (laughs) Um, They also, and I don't know if this was purposeful or not but they very much made him look like sergeant johnson and kind of give him a not quite the sergeant johnson attitude but definitely the the very look of johnson from the video games like baseball cap and armor like i was like oh my god this is johnson like they decided hey we can't have an individual black character we got to combine him with this white character so that way we get the best of both worlds and i don't 100 know how i feel about that because it would have been And I don't know, man, like this this Jacob Keys in the the Paramount show is more in the field than the video game version so far. So, I mean, I guess like it works, but it would have been badass to have like a Sergeant Johnson dude just running around cigar in his mouth, kicking ass and being like the badass human alongside of uh, Master Chief. But we don't get that like Paramount made their choices and now we have to live with them. And ultimately, I guess by the end of the season slash series, whatever they decide to do with this, we will decide if they were good choices or bad choices. Currently, I am optimistic about what they're doing with Captain Keys slash Captain Johnson, but um, it could be bad. I don't know. It, it, look, if you know the video games, you know things don't work out for Keys. <laughs> so, um, not excited. <laughs> because i really like this dude i like this actor so we'll see what happens uh but yeah that's enough about halo talked about the division a little bit um man really the only other things i've been doing is watching some anime and reading manga so uh two anime that i've been really uh, loving here recently they're both uh kind of well one's more of a rom-com the other one is just adorable sandwich slathered in cuteness like that, those are the two shows. So the first show that is a rom-com is called Love After World Domination. It is essentially what if a Power Ranger fell in love with a villain. They were both in high school. Because it, like, it's not just like, oh, Red Ranger falls in love with Rita Repulsa. Um, no, it's this guy. What are they called? The gel, the Gelato Five. Gelato Five. Because their colors are named after Gelato Flavors. Japan, people. But um, one of the villains, I, I think she's like Death Reaper or Miss Reaper or something like that, like in her normal life, she's a high school student, and but they both kind of like fall in love with each other and decide to start dating, and it's just adorable and cute, and I can't get enough of it because they've never been in this situation before. All they have ever cared about is doing their hero slash villain things. And so like this is just it, it's fun man i've been enjoying it and thought it's really cute and then i'm just trying to keep it a secret because you know they're from two warring sides in this whole thing so it's fun the other one which is just cuteness slathered in just adorableness is spy family which i never thought i would think that based on like images and stuff from it but um, spy family is great or spy x family whatever you want to call it it has action and it's just fun, man. So if you, you dig, like, spy thrillers... Well, I wouldn't call it a spy thriller. But if you dig spies and assassins, this is probably the show for you, man. Um, really, the premise for it is that, like, the world's greatest spy has to infiltrate a, pre- a prestigious school to get close to his next target. To either to basically prevent war. Like, that was all, like his whole purpose and his whole mission is to prevent a war from these two different nations. And like I said, he has to inf- infiltrate a school to to get close to his next target. Well, the best way to do that um, is he needs a daughter, or he needs a student, a child, to give a good reason why he's at that school. And while also being at that prestigious school it would be weird if he was just a single father so now he has to find a wife so he has to find someone to play his daughter or a child okay play his child he ends up going with a girl who's his daughter and he has to find a wife and so he finds someone who is also looking for a relationship for their own reasons and so it's really funny and As it turns out, the girl that he adopts turns out to be a telepath who can read people's minds, so she knows that he is a spy, and it's funny to see her reactions to his thoughts and how sometimes it makes her look extremely smart, but then it turns out she's not maybe the brightest person in the world, and then the wife, like I said, she comes into the relationship for her own reasons, and it turns out in her secret life that they don't know about, she is like one of the greatest assassins around. And so she's using this family as a cover-up. So she's not suspected for being an assassin and stuff like that. So it's really fun, but you also learn that like there are real feelings involved. Like these people are starting to become close. I don't know if it's like a love type rom-com situation, but it's definitely a, I really care about these people. And despite what my mission or my job is, there are feelings that I have that are either affecting that or making me choose them over what I normally would do. And so it's really cute. and It's really fun. And I've really loved this show so far. And then both these shows got me starting to read the manga because they are only like, when I first started on, they were only like two or three episodes in. Now I think they're up to like six or seven each, but the mangas go on much further than the shows do. So I've been just like, crushing it through there man so yeah that's really what i've been doing um oh yeah casey one piece update she's on like episode 770 something which is insane she's almost caught up to the main series and she has started from episode one i don't know how she does it but she has been blazing through one piece it's pretty insane So yeah, there's a Casey update, (laughs) but that's it guys. That's all I really had to talk to you guys about this week. I haven't really been reading any comic books. I have that Texas blood volume two sitting on my, um, bookshelf. I might crack into that this week. I don't, I don't know, man. I got to see. I just, I don't know, man. It's like, there haven't been too many comics other than saga that have really just spoken out to me, um, Although one of my friends, uh, B Rob from uh, Random Ramblings with Rob, he recently got into uh, Marvel Unlimited to start reading the comic books and like all the Marvel comics, and it's really gotten me wanting to get it again. I don't, I don't know, man. I just, you know, justifying another streaming types our type of streaming service and paying for that monthly, just man, man, it's getting harder and harder to do. But, um, then again, you know, I haven't been reading Marvel comics for like two years. So there's tons of content and tons of stuff to, uh, start reading. And I think it's only $10 a month. So con- modern comic books are like $4 an issue. So as long as I read like three of them, I've paid for my monthly subscription, you know, and I guarantee you I can burn through some comics quickly, man. So Maybe it'd be worth it, you know, two years worth of content that I've missed out on. Probably a lot of good stories. And, you know, with all the new Marvel shows coming out, um, it would be good to see because there's probably going to be some reference to some of the new comics. I feel like a lot of the shows that I've been reading now uh, are seeing now on Disney Plus and with Marvel and all that have been references to comic books that I was reading back in, you know, 2018. 2017 i mean i didn't start reading comic books until 2000 and i think i went to instagram to see a post and the first post that i had where i got my first comic books was in 2013 i thought i started reading in 2012 but it was 2013 when i started reading comic books and so a lot of like the storylines and things that i see coming out of uh the mcu is from those that that time period between 2013 and 2018 when i was reading comic books and so pretty pretty exciting stuff man and so i I get that probably here shortly they're going to start moving into newer comics and newer storylines so um hopefully that's some cool shit and so i'm going to read that shit and be caught up with that shit Anyway, I'm done with this shit, so uh, let's. Uh, I'm gonna go play video games and stream on Twitch. Um, you guys can do whatever the hell you want. Also, this podcast is not sponsored by Liquid Death, but I found this in a Target. It is a sparkling water, a flavored sparkling water with like no sugars or anything like that. It has three grams. Oh, never mind. I like Has three grams of sugar, but I think that is because of the whatever berry flavor is in it, it says it's all natural, but let's see, it's got carbonated mountain water, agave nectar, national, natural passion fruit flavors, natural mixed berry flavor, citric acid, natural hibiscus flavor, natural flavor, natural... It just has natural flavor. Natural black cherry flavor. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good though, man. It, it like I've had a lot of different sparkling waters and none come close to the unsweeted sparkling water from H-E-B, but this is a pretty good flavored sparkling water if I do have to say so myself. Um, like I said, not sponsored. Just if you're into a cool soda alternative because you want something that's just crispy without all the sugars and stuff, uh, some Sparkling Waters, man, do it. You know, they've been doing it for me. So, yeah, not sponsored by Liquid Death, just a fan. But that's it for the show this week, guys. Uh, thank you for hanging out and listening, and we will see you all next week. Later!